0: Good morning, those of you who are following on YouTube can tell that it is a very dark morning. It is a nice brisk Maryland November morning. And uh, yeah, it's about 615, I suppose. 615 on the A of M. I'm walking with Mr. Jasper today, who, yeah, I don't think you can even see him in the video. Um, But you will by the end of the video, which is always kind of cool to me. I mean, After I process the video and I start putting it up on YouTube, I look at the beginning and I'm like, Man, you can barely see anything. Once you get to the end... It's like, bright as day. Oh, Mr. Jasper has decided it's time to stop for a minute. So... I've had... Oh, I didn't have to do a thing. Just decided to stop. Alright, um... Had a pretty rough week as far as the plan goes. Sunday, I had this really brilliant idea. I get sinus problems at night, as you can probably hear. Uh, so, I had this bright idea. Rather than fighting with sinuses overnight, I would take a couple of antihistamines. Now, Allie has pretty strong drug reactions, so she doesn't take any kind of drugs if she can avoid them. I, being a big, strong man, thinking I'm Mr. Badass, and thinking I definitely don't have strong drug reactions, I'm gonna take two of the pills. And she says, you should just take one. It'll be enough to knock out your problem, and it won't, you know, knock you out. But no, I said, I'm Mr. Big Tough Guy. So, so I took two, and 5 a.m. came along, and I was just completely out of it. I mean... I got myself programmed well enough that when the alarm goes off, I get up. So at five, I got up. Got my laptop, went downstairs, sat down, started writing. I didn't get maybe like 500 words, half an hour, and I just said, you know what? I'm not making it. Crawled back up to bed, set the alarm for six, because that's when the EP gets up, and I want to be able to help her get up and do my walk. So six o'clock rolls around, the alarm clock goes off, I make sure the EP is up and getting ready and I'm all set to do my walk, Then I just figure it's not happening. Just could not keep my eyes open. So instead, I took another nap till about seven. Then, got up, made sure everybody was ready to go, and got off to work, and... It's more or less saved with the power of the five-hour energy. All the same, I consider that something of a failure. Monday night, I tried to make up for it by recording the second half of Chapter 11 for Invito Rex. Sunday night I had recorded all of Chapter 11, but only half of it was gotten because the SD card was full. Now, I'm pretty good about wiping the SD card, I mean about emptying the trash all the time so I have no idea what was on the SD card but it was accreting slowly. So I had to format the card, start all over and record the next half hour. I'm almost done with episode eleven. I'm hoping it'll be up tonight. But uh but yeah that was my my big contribution for yesterday was over the evening I uh, recorded half of the last half of the episode, and I edited, I want to say about 45, edited 45 minutes out of it, which means I got another 15 minutes to edit, which ironically will mean that I have a 40-minute episode. This is a long one, so I don't feel so bad about it being slow. All the same. I wanted to have it done Sunday. Also yesterday, since uh, Allie had really bad case of shin splints, I talked her into letting me get pizza for everybody instead of her having to work the legs. So we had pizza, and then we played Gloom. And I dominated, thank you, because I was the only one who remembered that the game ends when you kill everybody in a family. I was the only one who remembered that the only points that count are the ones that are attached to a dead person. So at the end of the game, everybody was still trying to rack up points on their living people, not me. I was getting a few little points here and there on each person, and then killing them. And I finally killed my last person. I was the only one who had a significant number of dead people, and they all had negatives on them. So it was like a hundred to twenty. So yay. By the way, if you're on the video, you've noticed that in the last seven minutes, in the last seven minutes it's gone from being completely black lit only by the streetlights to having this blue gloom for the day in another 10 minutes it's going to be a bright blue gloom and in 20 minutes it's going to be pretty white cirrus clouds up against an azure sky because thanks to daylight savings time this is now the coolest time to go walking the coolest half hour of the day in my mind anyway so yeah oh here's another funny thing On Sunday, I hit 200 pounds, which is something of a personal goal for me. Sorry, there's a deer somewhere down there in the forest. I can hear it, but I can't see it. I don't like swooping them if I can avoid it. Anyway, Sunday, I hit 200 pounds. And then, you know, Yay. Reached a big milestone. Sunday was the day that we went to Laura's party. So of course, gotta have some cake. We went to Red Robin's afterwards and you don't get out of Red Robin with a low calorie count. Unless you're like seriously ascetic. That's ascetic as in for going the material things of the world, not ascetic, as in, like Jewish. Just wanted to make sure I said that because sometimes you don't hear the H. For a long time, I thought an ascetic Jew was someone who had given up the things of the world, and that didn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Anyway, um, so yeah, Red Robin gonna get a lot of food. So on Sunday, I screwed up my diet. Went back up to 202. But you know what? We don't worry about that. We don't let it get on us. We just try and think about the next day. We try to do better the next day. So look at what I did the next day. Had a sensible breakfast. Had a sensible lunch. Had half a large pizza. So yeah, I fell off the wagon, but I'm going to get it back. I am going to get it back. It's worth noting that yesterday, one of my coworkers, who I hadn't seen in a while stopped me in the hall and said, hey, you lost weight. And like the question didn't even register with me. I mean it didn't even occur to me that someone would notice. It's it's only like five pounds. Not all that big a deal. First I thought he was just messing with me. Then I remember and I actually said, oh, it's just this jacket. Very slimming. Then I realized, no, I actually have lost some weight. There's nothing really wrong with admitting that I lost some weight. And uh, so I said, yeah, but actually, now that you mention it, I have lost some weight. And it felt really good to admit that. It felt really good to say it. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of cool. Of course, it kind of twists the knife when you realize that I then pigged out that night for dinner. So... Whoops. Let's see how we're doing. We should be right about at the halfway point. Wow, nowhere near it, 88. 0.88 miles. Oh man, there's a school bus out here. They pick up kids at 6.30? Oh, that must stink. I seem to remember when I was a kid, we had to get up ridiculously early. I suppose I wouldn't be surprised to find out I had to get to school by, I mean, get to the bus by six or seven. All the same. Wow. Oh. I wasn't even a school bus. It was just the metro. (sighs) I suppose I would expect them to be running late. I mean, running early in the morning. (sighs) So anyway, yeah, I have not done well on my plan this week. But... I keep thinking of what John Stewart said after 9-11. We mourn, but we do not despair. I think that was it. Which is vast overkill for I'm picking out when I'm supposed to be dieting. But I always loved that quote. It was a beautiful sentiment. close distance to the man with the light on his head. Good news is, he's going a lot faster. So I'm not gonna scare him. So anyway, got up this morning, got my thousand words. Not bad. It's uh dizzy and just causes people Fleeing the sinking ship, uh, I realize that's not going to have any context for anybody. Sorry about that uh, there we go, one mile, yay, one pole um, so yeah, it's uh fairly exciting. Uh, had a really great uh, bit before that, I, either Sunday or Monday, I can't remember. But I had Oscar Oldham talking with his son, son who we we haven't even seen in this story before. And uh, the elements that I wanted him to get across: I'm being used. I don't like being made a pawn don't get too attached to the bear because we're going to have to give it back. Uh, Olivia wants back into the family, that kind of stuff. I had all those elements that I knew I wanted to get across. But, uh... because I've always seen the uh, old as being a slightly deviant family. And one example of that is that I made them somewhat inbred. Well, not somewhat. I mean, they are strictly inbred in the old monarchical ideal of uh, keeping the bloodline pure. I want to make the argument that in the future we can clean out the DNA well enough that families can interbreed if they want which sounds like I'm going for Heinlein, but I'm really not, I'm... I'm saying that science makes it possible, but, uh, it's the spirit of eugenics that makes it seem like something they would want to do. Anyway, so, had that element of it in the, uh, in the chapter, and that made it seem kind of weird, kind of strange, and, you know, rightly so, Uh, but uh, part of inbreeding that you don't get from scrubbing out diseases from the DNA strand is a certain level of stupidity, and uh, Oscar's son Oliver suffers from a certain level of mongoloid stupidity. Now, that's too... That's too extreme. He's... He's got what we would consider like, royal stupidity. The... Uh, single-mindedness of believing that he and all of his kind are great, and that because of it, you need not study. You need not worry about the outside world. Because you are great, your family is great, everyone knows it, and so you can take it easy. He has the lack of luxury kind of stupidity. And Oscar, much as he tries, cannot countenance it. He believes in supporting the family, I mean, obviously, He believes in it stronger, possibly, than most families do. And so it's a certain kind of vicious irony that his child should be someone he so despises. Anyway. So yeah, I started off with, I want to get these few ideas across, and before I know it, I'm dealing with the dynamic, the personal dynamic of these two. To the point where I do something I haven't really done in any of my books before. Oscar Oldham hauls off and smacks his son across the back with an oaken walking stick. I mean, he beats him. Well, Ari, just once, but hits him partially out of impotent rage at having to support a child who cannot understand the basics of strategy when his family lives and dies on strategy and business and negotiation. So, Oscar does this hits his own child, and, uh, and we get the idea that this isn't even all that strange. Oliver makes no step to blame. He says nothing about, you shouldn't do that, he doesn't act as though he just slinks away and continues the discussion with his father almost apologizing so yeah I don't think I've ever done you know, person-on-person violence before I just don't do those kind of stories normally I mean, if this was in a Sigler or a Matt Wallace story, you'd be asking, well, did he have a nail in the board? <laughs> be arguing that there wasn't nearly enough blood. But, uh, but yeah, for my stories, it's kind of a big deal. It was kind of a big deal for me. not sure I like it I mean I think it is faithful to the characters and so you know I haven't taken it out at the same time ah probably just being a wuss anyway get that. Let's go this way, Jesper. Let's get another pretty park picture for you. (sighs) At least the dogs are doing a lot better now that they're having a daily walk. And I myself to think I'm doing a little better as well so that's good and that's good isn't it great isn't it swell anyway um yeah so you know I was talking a few days back come over here Jasper sit sit Good boy. Sit. Stay. You're a good boy, Jasper. Okay. So, I was talking the other day about that uh, savings account where every time I accrue, long term debt, I go ahead and put the extra amount I'm eventually going to pay into that savings account and then hide it. And I said that the thousand words a day was kind of the same thing. Just pocket story. I made a promise to Allie a long time ago that I would only work on one project at a time because I have a tendency to jump between things. I built a neural net that can predict stock market movement. Yeah, yeah, laugh all you want. My results are pretty decent. I'm not ready to put money into it yet, so it still needs work. I want to work on the UI, stuff like that. Uh, I've got an idea for a comic book where all of the characters know that they're in a comic book and absolutely hate the, the artist. It's a little darker than it sounds. I've got all kinds of little projects, but I made a promise, one project at a time, So, in the spirit of that, I don't count the extra thousand words every day. That's hidden. That's extra. I'm not doing promotional stuff for the Cut First King right now. The one project that I'm working on, the one thing that I'm doing, is podcasting in VitorX. So that's my one project. That's the thing that I work on during the day. And so, this thousand words every morning thing, that's not part of it. It's a little secret, a little extra, a little hour that I squirrel away out of every day. Less than 4% of the day. 124th. Yeah. something like that. Little tiny bit of the day that I squirrel away just for myself to write a 1,000 words. And the cool thing is, right now, I got 17,000 words there. I'm not even into like the first third of the book. I got 17,000 words. And it's not a project that I'm officially working on. That is extremely cool. Because two and a half more months. What's that, December, January? Call it mid-January, end of February? I'm gonna have a sequel to Invito Rex? How freaking cool is that? I'm gonna have the Hidden Institute, I'm gonna have Invito Rex, and I'm gonna have this. Working title is the Cutpurse King. And that's gonna be cool. Because in the past, for instance, this year, I have done one book, and honestly, I wrote In Vito Rex last year, like November of last year. I don't know if it was a nano thing, but it might as well have been. So this has not been a great year for me publishing-wise, and this thousand words a day is going to change all that. I got my main thing, my main project that I'm working on which, after Invito Rex, going to be podcasting Discount Miracles, but uh, that's my main thing, and my extra thing, my gravy, is going to be getting three or four novels every year published. And how freaking cool is that, huh? As much as they talk about the glut of authors out there and semi-professional self-published authors out there, something like 95% of the world has not written a book. Only of those who have written a book, far, far, far fewer have written two books or anything like it. And way, way down there, other people who've written multiple books. I'm at four. This time next year, I could be at eight. How cool is that? Anyway, so we're coming up on 30 minutes. I'm gonna go ahead and shut this off in a minute. Get the last quarter of a mile taken care of. And I uh, really appreciate you guys watching this, listening to it. And I really do. I mean, I don't know how to explain that, but the idea that someone would care enough to actually take part in this humbling. Just robo-woman says that I have just got to two miles. So anyway, I'll talk to you guys later.